0: Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of our Brilliant to Podcast. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day. More importantly, we're going to talk about how to survive Valentine's Day and still be in love. And what does that really mean? And it may not necessarily mean being in love in a relationship, but I want you to love who you are. I want you to love your life. I want you to be excited about where you're going. I want you to feel good. And that's the reason why I wanted to put together this episode because this morning when I was getting ready, I thought, oh my gosh, I remember the years and the years and the years and the years of dreading Valentine's Day, almost just pretending it didn't even exist. And in in a few years, that's exactly what we did. We just bypassed it, didn't think about it, and we just moved on. I'm going to share with you the story of actually my first Valentine's Day that almost ended our relationship. To be honest with you, it really did, Um, so much so that that's one of the reasons why we kind of avoided it for many, many, many years. And I've also invited on my daughter, who is going to share one of the best tips that I think for really how to strategize Valentine's Day in a relationship that would really work, especially especially if the significant other has an interest in making things fun. So I can't wait. Uh, I hope you find this valuable as always. It's one of the reasons why I love this community is all the great, brilliant ideas and suggestions we get from each other. So let's go ahead and dive in. You're listening to the Brilliantista to Podcast, connecting you to a community of brilliant women who open up to share their insights, tips, and strategies, helping you to elevate your brilliance, lifestyle, and business. We believe when brilliant women come together, anything is possible. I'm your host, Sherry Custer, a stay-at-home mom who built a seven-figure business with zero experience, but the willingness to figure it out. Hello, my friends and brillianties to besties. So today I want to talk about Valentine's Day. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have experienced some Valentine's Day in your lifetime, some good, some bad, some probably that probably caused maybe a couple of problems you wish never happened. But nonetheless, I want to talk about Valentine's Day just from a perspective of how do we get through this Holiday with still loving ourselves and loving the people around us. And I had a couple of things that I felt were really valuable that I wish somebody would have told me a long time ago. I also have on my daughter who's going to share some of her tips that have helped her with Valentine's Day in her relationship. So to dive in, let me just start off with this. I think one of the things that happens with Valentine's Day is we set these expectations. And if you are in a relationship or you're not in a relationship. You have expectations of how you want to feel, what you might want to do. And personally, I think that that's what I did to myself all those years. It was this hyped up visual experiential holiday that had to be a certain way. I mean, right off the bat, it's all about love. And that's what we all seek. We want to be loved. We want to love ourselves. But we're just going to mess ourselves up because of these expectations, whatever we might see, especially through social media or any type of media, or even just hearing our friends. I want you to walk away with this podcast and and kind of be excited about what to expect, but with the expectations where you're in the driver's seat versus you don't want to be the passenger in this experience. So I want you to be excited about it. I want you to um, maybe take a couple of nuggets from this and implement them into your life and into your future, or even share them out with a friend. This is always about finding those great little nuggets that you have an opportunity to go and share with your friends. Let's just start off with expectations, and I'll just share a story with you. Twenty-umpteen years ago, when my husband and I first had our very first Valentine's Day, we had been living together almost a year, so we hadn't quite hit that year mark of living together, and I was working in a jewelry store where I was watching all of these people come in over the weeks leading up, buying gorgeous, beautiful gifts for their Valentine, right? And I was just going, oh my gosh, look at these beautiful Valentine hearts, that." The jewelers would make specifically for this holiday. And of course, all these custom made pieces. And of course, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, oh, wouldn't it be so nice to have something like this? And I know my guy, he may or may not even remember it's Valentine's Day. I'm not going to be critical to my husband. It's just some people in the world, it's just not a priority. And it wasn't a priority to him. He shows his love in the ways that he shows his love. And this just wasn't his thing. But I had that expectation of, I wanted these things. I wanted something like this, or at least something nice and something thoughtful. And I also was in the mall, and I'm watching all kinds of activities happen, and my expectation meter was way, way up. And that night, I got home from work and waited, and waited, and waited, and waited, and waited. And And he eventually made it home pretty late at night, too late to really go anywhere, too late to really do anything. We didn't really make a plan because, of course, I was leaving it all up to him. And he arrives in extremely late in the evening with some flowers and a card where he had spent hours just out trying to buy these things and spending this precious time that we could have spent together, which ended up in a huge fight. This huge fight about, you know, you should have, you should have, you should have, you should have, you should have. And I think at that moment is when we both decided we probably don't want to celebrate this holiday ever again, because that was just way too much. So fast forward, you know, year after year, there was always this little subtle feeling of, I still wanted to celebrate this holiday, but boy, I just didn't want to go through that again. So I guess at that point, it never left me that, that feeling of what I expected. But over time, I started to realize if there was something that I wanted and I wanted it, I had to make it happen. And not as a stab back at him, like, Hey, you can't give me what I want. I'm going to go after and get it. But as a self-ownership of this is important to me, it may not be important to him and that's okay. It was honoring and respecting who he was as a person and who I was as a person. And more importantly not trying to make somebody else read my mind come on i mean guys are always saying like we 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 can't figure you out so it's best to be clear and so i just started making it special there was even a point in which i thought there's things that i want to do but I don't want to do them on this day because it kind of interferes. So it's really lowering the bar of expectation is number one. And also taking that personal responsibility of who is this special for and to tap back into that. So just think about that for a minute. And then the other thing I want to just share with you is this holiday can really be about self-love, whether you are in a relationship or not. It's a perfect opportunity for you to do things for yourself or for somebody else that makes you feel good about who you are and giving back your some self-love. So a couple of things. So if you don't have a date, if you don't have plans, or you just want to take this moment and just love on yourself, you know, it's a great opportunity for you to maybe go buy a book and read a book. Now that's an easy one. Um, I know if I can download an audibles in a second, but if you plan in your mind that this is going to be a day that I'm going to celebrate for myself and be able to just take the time and step away from everything and just find that little hour and if you've got kiddos and you got to get them to bed then definitely do that. You can even make this holiday special for them. I used to make special cookies or I'd make crepes or I'd make something fun. Um, There's always holiday parties going on at school and just doing those special things for them, but then finding that time to make sure you're doing something special for you, whether that's a bathtub, burning some candles and enjoying some of that and reading your book, just putting an eye mask over and just relaxing. That's a great thing to do. Another thing that I think is really fun is do something different, do something that you haven't done. So maybe pull out some recipe books and find a great recipe and cook something that you haven't made before and make it special, like plate it really nice. Uh, Again, light the candles, make it special, experiment. You're going to go grocery shopping. You're going to find some ingredients maybe you've never used before and you're going to start something new. So it's an opportunity maybe to cook something healthy and explore. So it's a great opportunity for that. Another one is schedule a massage. Why not? Or even a mani-pedi. Maybe it's an opportunity for you just to go in there and just Give yourself some love. Another great idea to do is even though this a holiday seems to be about chocolates and and roses and flowers and date night and everything else there's a lot of people out there in the world who want love poured on them and it's a great opportunity for us to go out there and find organizations like out here we have the Colorado Coalition and they are looking for people to provide things for the people they serve i pulled up their website and they're not just only looking for money and cash for you to bring something in for them but they're also looking for donated items a lot of what this organization does is they they put together these what they call welcome home baskets so for people who have gone from being homeless to you know getting into a home and having something to call home for themselves they need supplies and so maybe it's an opportunity for you to put together and buy a couple of things and and drop it off or school supplies or um, they have what they call the summer wellness kit so some great things and great tips they have infant care baskets hygiene kit uh, winter survival kit so They're looking for things and maybe you can put together a gift for them and go ahead and drop it off. Go on to Google and search and find places where you can maybe give a gift to somebody who really needs it and will feel like there's somebody out there in the world who truly does love and care about them. Another tip, there is nothing for me personally that makes me feel like I love myself than taking time to clean out stuff. Like, you know, when we build up, when we build up, and we carry a lot of uh, stress and pressure around all of our stuff and disorganization or whatever, I just love those opportunities, especially if I'm by myself, to just go and minimize. I love minimizing the just that feeling of releasing a lot off of my shoulders and a lot of stress. So those are just some of the self self love type ideas and and ways that not only you can give to other people but giving out to yourself and just making yourself feel good and kind of giving yourself a refresh restart. So January 1st came and went. We're into February now and it's an opportunity for you to even hit the reset button at this moment and check in with yourself and just say like, "Hey, am I on the right path? Am I doing the things that are best for me and and maybe doing something else for the world?" So those are a couple of them. And the next one is is I wanted to invite on my daughter because she has come up with something that I thought was brilliant. And as this Brilliant Brilliantista podcast is, this is about brilliant ideas that people have shared. And a lot of times we're in relationships with people who they have a desire. They have a desire to make moments in life special. Maybe, maybe that's not in my husband's uh, forte, but her boyfriend, absolutely loves to make things special and they've come up with an idea that I wanted her to share so Chandler I want you to share with everybody you know what do you guys do because you have come up with a great plan not only for Valentine's Day but for anniversaries and other things that I think is is brilliant so not every guy is like your daddy who doesn't have an interest in this and
1: and people like Josh you know they they need their opportunities so tell us what you guys do Josh and I have actually been dating for a long time. We've been dating since we were 15 years old. Uh, We're now 23. So going on our ninth year together and it must have been either our second or our third year together that we were like, okay, let's put a little system to this because I found myself just constantly putting all the pressure onto Josh because I was like, okay, you know this is supposed to be the guy's thing he's supposed to be the one to go get the roses the chocolates and everything i found that it was just a lot for him <laughs> and i also found myself really wanting to do things and maybe wanting to plan one of our special days together and so we made up a system where once every calendar year one of us will do valentine's day and the other will do our anniversary and so we switch back and forth each year so last year he did valentine's day he did a really sweet little at home fondue for us he got really into it he went out and bought all the fancy cheeses he was super excited and it was just precious you know our our cat nova wore a cute little valentine's day outfit which <laughs> she actually seemed to enjoy so yeah he just made it really special and It was really wonderful. So it's allowed us both a chance to not only give that special day and that special moment and experience to the other person, but to get excited about it because, you know, it's like, ooh, it's your year, like it's my year. And we go back and forth with that, and it's really fun. So this year, I actually literally just wrote down my finalized plans for Valentine's Day, and I'm pretty excited. And this year, I'm going to surprise him with the plans. We don't always surprise each other, but I like to surprise him <laughs> I think
0: one of the things that you said to me a long time ago was about being excited for the things that they were excited about. And so as this holiday isn't just about women, this really is about, you know, couples and relationships and love and everything else. Mm -hmm. You love the things that he loves, or at least you'll you'll appreciate what he does. And Mm -hmm. I think that's another lesson that I learned from you is, okay, so you wanted it to be this way, or maybe you wanted it that way, but... You've taught me to appreciate their efforts, appreciate what it is that they do, because nothing like, you know, shooting yourself in your foot by Mm -hmm. complaining about whatever they might do, because Mm -hmm. men's greatest fear is failure. And so if they think they've done it wrong, they're scared to death to
1: even try it again. So not not a very smart plan on our part to complain. Yeah, I I can't remember where I heard it. It must have been on another podcast or maybe a book, but it was like, let him fold the damn towels because it was... A person sharing a story about how they I think they did an interview with someone who has been in a relationship forever um, with their husband and how she says her biggest regret was not letting him just fold the towels the way that he wanted to because after she tried to correct him one time he never folded the towels again <laughs> I think about that a lot and like I said we have been dating since we were both fairly little and we've grown a lot together and I think one of the biggest turning points in our relationship was when I realized that I can't just keep holding these expectations to him and that I'm responsible for how successful our relationship is as far as I can do it. Um, meaning, you know, I, I take full responsibility and control for our relationship. Um, and then I accept fully what it is that he puts into the re- relationship and you you know, if we were in an unhealthy relationship, I think that that would be different, you know, mm-hmm. time to get real in those kind of situations. But I'm very thankfully in a very healthy relationship with a very wonderful man. And I have to remind myself a lot to just set myself up for my own success. Well, I'm excited about this
0: holiday and I'm excited that, you know, there's so much resources out there for us. And I just hope that You take opportunities, and I'm reminding myself as I say this, to take opportunities just to check in, to check in with ourselves and to check in with, are we exaggerating what our reality really is? Are we you know, really touching base? I I just was listening to a podcast myself that gave me some insight into checking back in um, because we really do need to remember to smile and to remember that we are loved and to remember that we are cared about and remember that. We're here as gifts in the world and their smile can make an impact in a way that nothing else can. And so I just hope that whatever this holiday of Valentine's Day means to you, that you find a way to live through it, survive through it, thrive through it, elevate through it, and and really to, el- you know, your brilliance to shine because you have so much to offer the world. And sometimes it's that giving that will make the best get you'll, you will experience through this Valentine's days. So I want to thank you Chandler for popping on with your mom here on the Brilliantista podcast, because you are a Brilliantista. I have watched you. I have learned from you. It's one of the reasons why I I love this whole platform of the Brilliantista podcast is that we learn and we grow together. Not one of us has all the answers. Not one of us has all that we need. And so it's coming together as women and really supporting and sharing all of this great wisdom with one another. So thank you so much for joining me
1: well thank you so much for having me I hope that we get to do a lot more of these I really enjoy getting to chat with not only you but with this amazing community so thank you so much for the opportunity absolutely absolutely so brilliantistas get out there and
0: enjoy your valentine's day whatever day you make it whether it is on valentine's day or you save it for a special day that works better for you so bye for now brilliantistas we'll see you real soon Thanks for listening to the Brilliantista podcast. If you love the show and have a moment, please let us know by leaving a review or subscribe to the podcast. Truly, this would mean the world to me and my team. And remember, ladies, share this with your friends because that's what friends do. If you want to stay connected, go to brilliantista.com and join our Facebook group. You can also find me on social media at Sherry Custer or Brilliantista on all platforms. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you to elevate your brilliance. Bye for now, Brilliantista. We'll be back next week.